This is the Business English Podcast, episode 129. Do you like your job? Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Michelle, how's everything today? Hey, Lindsay. Good, good. I'm happy to be on the mic with you. And, you know... We love our jobs, right? We're so lucky to do what we do. And I know you really love your job. And I mean, but does it feel like work to you, even though you love it? Yeah, it does. I mean, podcasting feels the actual like being on the mic together right now feels the least like work. It feels the most like play (laughs) of all the things that we do. But yeah, there are things that we do that definitely feel like work for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about this topic because uh, I read an interesting article uh, about, you know, loving work and that kind of thing. And so we're going to briefly talk about some points in the article, but we're mostly going to talk about our thoughts and really dive into it. So this article was from HuffPost.com by Caroline Bologna, uh, April 18th, 2023. And the article is why find a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life is silly. That's not exactly the title, but close enough. Um, And then it says career experts and people who love their jobs break down the problems with this cliched expression. So, yes. (laughs) Yeah. So, Lindsay, have you heard that expression? Find a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. What what do how do you feel about that? Oh, I mean, it just depends on what job you have. (laughs) I always when I think about this job, I think about my dad. I think he would agree with that quote. I I think he would take that seriously and say, yeah, that's true. I mean, he started his own business, took a lot of risks, um, built a practice in optometry in our little town. And I don't I mean. He went to work every day, yes, and there were some things he didn't like, but I think he loved his job. And I always admired that, that he took a lot of risk and kind of worked hard so that he could have that job he loved. So yeah, I think for someone like him, that was probably pretty true. But they're right. And that's great. But I'm sure your dad had parts of his job he didn't Uh, like. No question. I'm sure dealing with insurance is a famous one that is not (laughs) beloved. Um, Those kinds of things, all the paperwork um, on the doctor's end is probably not so much fun. Oh, my gosh. No, he had lots of challenges dealing with insurance companies over the years, for sure. So but but there's no job where you're going to love everything you do. It's just impossible. Right. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And, and I think that that's the point. So we're going to get more into that in a second. But guys, over on the All Ears English podcast, check out for fun. Episode mm-hmm. 1886 is four phrases to avoid being dismissive in English. Guys, if you haven't heard All Ears English yet, please get on over there as well yes. and hit follow there yes. and on this podcast. 
Yeah, guys, don't miss Hollers English. You know, four episodes a week over there, three over here on Business English. Make sure you are following both shows so you have tons of awesome Hollers English episodes to consume. Good stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Let's go yeah. deeper. So, let's go deeper. I mean, this expression, I think, and the article kind of touched on this as well, is th that's great, but it almost sets people up for an unrealistic set of expectations. Mm. I totally agree with that. That's the danger of the ex. If we take it literally, I think it, it, it's a little dangerous for like younger people coming into the job market. I think for people like our age and older, like we get it. Like we get yeah, the yeah, point yeah. of that quote that that's not every th single thing we're going to love, but someone new to the job market might think I have to love everything. Otherwise I yeah. have to quit and find a new job. It's like the dating market or yeah. the dating uh, world in yeah. New York, yeah. Michelle. It's like, if this person's not perfect, yeah. right. It, there's some little, little tiny thing. I'll call that a red flag and I'll move on through my dating app. That makes <laughs> me think of uh, Seinfeld, like how they were always so picky about everything. Yeah. Remember like, yeah, um, but show. yeah, it's true. Yeah, because um, I think it does maybe set people up for a little bit of disappointment. Like, why can't I find that job that's making me happy? Like, why can't I uh, yeah. completely love every day? Why does this feel like work to me? And so I do. Yeah, if you're going to take this literally, I think you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> well, also, I think it comes to the, the core problem here is that people look for happiness in all the wrong places, right? Like mm -hmm. we can get some level of happiness from our careers, but it's somewhat limited, right? It can't be everything. You know, this is getting right. all spiritual and Buddhist now, but the happiness comes from inside, not from anything outside, not from our partner, not from our work. Right. right. Oh, Not that's from our so body true. image. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. So I think um, having a realistic uh, mm -hmm. outlook is important for this. So, I mean, yeah, the article also talks about, and then you had a theory about where this comes from as well. Um, it <laughs> says, uh, I quote, some, uh, so some site, uh, so they talk about, um, some people say that the quote was from uh, Confucius, but there's not that much information about how, where this actually came from. But it also says, I quote, some citations of the expression date back to the 1980s, but it seems to be even more prominent in the Etsy era of embroidered <laughs> quote pillows and inspirational memes. So I thought this was super interesting because it is true. There's all this, you know, inspirational cat yeah. and, you know, all yeah. of those things where people feel, you know, like, go, go get them and everything. And what do you think about that? <laughs> Yeah, well, two things came to mind when when I saw the eight, the 1980s. These are theories, right? We don't really know where this yeah. quote comes from. But yeah. my thought here was if it came from the 80s, it's probably a Reaganism thing because we know that Reagan, President Reagan was a conservative president, Republican president, and he really brought in tax cuts. I think he kind of ushered in, you know, post 1970s, post inflationary times with Jimmy Carter, mm -hmm. post things moving a little more towards the socialized end of things. He kind of swung the U.S. economy back in the other direction, massive tax cuts. I think that's where kind of the concept of rugged individualism came from. So I could see him. This is just a theory. This could totally be not true. But the idea of like, let's put out some ideas that will get people mm -hmm. to go start their own businesses, work hard, you know, make your career your life. Right. That would make sense for kind of a Reaganism mentality. I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a theory, for sure. Michelle. Total theory. Well, yeah, to keep people complete. working more, right? And like, exactly. To your exactly. identity. You yes. know, I mean, I yes. think, you know, this kind of goes with like what's a job and what's a career. And like, mm -hmm. yes. you know, and some people, and some people want to have that 
that career where it is their identity. And some people want to do their work and come home and that's their job. And I think there's not, um, there's, there's not enough maybe respect given to that kind of feeling of just Mm -hmm. like, I feel like there's too much, Oh, it's my identity, my job, but it's also okay. I mean, I know someone who's like, Oh, you know what? Like I'm, you know, I'm a mom. Uh, I want to get back into the workforce a little bit. I'm totally happy to go. I want to be a receptionist. And then I just want to leave and go home. And that's okay, too. And I feel like so it's kind of almost putting that down of this, oh, you have to love every second of it. Yeah, totally. I think the key is just having a real conversation with ourselves and saying, like, what do we what do we want? Like, you know, Um, and yeah, it's true. But I could see that kind of this quote inspiring people to maybe give too much weight to our careers. Like it matters too Mm -hmm. much. And I think I do think in the U.S., you compare American culture to like Western Europe and you see the amount of vacation they take and how there there Mm -hmm. seems to be from what I've seen more of a separation between this is me and this is my job. Whereas in the States, it's Mm -hmm. like, I am my job and I, my whole identity stems from my job to different extents, depending on who you're talking to. Yeah. Right. And the whole work to live, live to work thing. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's different. I, I actually, I remember that when I studied in London, I still remember that like one of the, one of the first things that they talked to us on day one was that expression and like the differences in the cultures. And so, uh, yeah, for sure. Did you feel like in England, like people were more work to live or live to work? Or I think, um, I think I, think more yeah i think maybe more work to live i think here is very you know can be very intense <laughs> but yeah. i don't know maybe i mean the any listeners were living working in england let me know if i'm if i'm wrong because it's been a while honestly since i studied there yeah i mean it's not a coincidence right the biggest economy or one of the biggest economies in the world that's why because we've been told for the last 30 years that yeah. this should be a big part of who we are. And I think now in the States, people are kind of starting to question that depending on the person, there's a bit of a trend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it'll be really interesting to see what happens in the next 20, 30 years with lifestyles, with the economy, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, and the article mentions that like, yeah, it like, it would be great, you know. This uh, this career strategist uh, Anna Goner says, um, "Doing what you enjoy should be the norm, but it's still work. You are still trying to make a living. So, like, we can't lose sight of that. Um, that's yeah. great if you love it. Like, we we hope everybody loves their job, but it's still a way to make a living. You know, one hundred percent, Michelle. Yeah." When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. <laughs> what else do we need to know? What else do we okay, need to know? and the other part I thought was interesting was they talked about how um you might be passionate about something else. Yes. Um, and and you and you would like to do that as your job, but it may not be as they say like it may not be realistic to work in that field. Uh, like maybe you want to be an astronaut, maybe you want to be an actress, maybe you want to, you know, do something yeah. where it's it's pretty rough out there and so if you don't do that 
you know, then I feel Mm -hmm. like this expression can make you kind of feel bad. Like it's also okay to say, okay, something is more my hobby and something is more my job, or maybe there's something that relates ties it together. We recently did an All Ears English episode about that expression. But maybe there's something that you can do in your career that's not exactly that thing, but there are aspects of it. Like for me, I majored in theater, right? Mm. And now am I an actress? No. (laughs) But I feel very fulfilled because I podcast and I used to work in radio as well. Yeah. So I feel very fulfilled because I do that and because teaching, you know, it's not about the acting. It's about the speaking the the connecting yeah. well, it's the, yeah in podcasting is a form of performance oh, for absolutely. sure absolutely so yes. i don't feel like i so i don't feel like i've like lost that because yeah. i feel like there's so much of my love for it is gets it gets to be used on the podcast yeah it's so true it's a good point i think about our wedding photographer we got married yeah. last summer and yeah. um the wedding photographer that we hired like I don't know. I wonder that decision to become a wedding photographer, did that lessen her joy of photography or increase it? Because there's so much pressure for a wedding photographer. I, to be honest, like, she missed a couple of key shots. <laughs> we oh, were like, so oh, did mine. So did mine. No shot with the bride and the dad. Like, what? Oh. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, but she was great. She was great. We loved her. <laughs> um, but like, I just wonder, like, that's a lot of pressure. There are key moments in a wedding that it's like, okay, like you can't miss these, right? So does that take the joy out of something that used to be maybe a natural talent or a hobby? Right. right. right? So, well, first off, my photographer missed, <laughs> like, I feel everything. Like, I know oh, <laughs> it was all very upsetting. But anyway, but that's a, it's okay. There are worse things. So, um, but so I had a similar experience, but it sounds like yours was better. Um, no, she was good. She made yeah. up for it in creative shots, different creative shots of that's guests good. and things. It was okay. Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, wait, so we were talking about, oh, 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 I remember this. Actually, when I was um, a theater major, like I loved theater so much. And then when I started studying it more, um, I would have to go see a lot of shows and then I would have to analyze the shows. And it kind of goes with what you're saying. Like it did kind of make it feel a little different to me when it became that like, oh, I'm like being so studious about it now. And I I don't know, it kind of changed things for me. And then I started to back off of the theater and go more into the radio. And I studied theater, but I don't know. So it's interesting how that can happen. Yeah, really interesting. Really interesting. Yeah, I I mean, what's the moral of the story here, Michelle? Where should we leave our listeners? What should we think about coming away from today's episode? Well, I think the goal is to find a job where you can use your strengths. I think that's like... Mm -hmm more of what to think about. And Lindsay, we talk about that a lot on our team Um, and use your interests as much as possible, but you shouldn't have those unrealistic expectations that like every part of your job is just going to be amazing and uh, like fantastic all the time. You're never going to have to do something boring. You're never going to have to do anything like that. So I think think having that realistic outlook is, is important and also knowing that it's okay. Hey, if your job is your job and that's your job and that's totally separate from you as a person, that's okay too. And I think we need to value that a little bit more in our society as well. Yeah. So there's two ideas, right? So broadly, mm-hmm. when it when you think about your job, like think about it holistically. Do you yeah. look forward to going, maybe not look forward to, but do you not mind going to work? Do you get this yeah, on the yeah. two week or not? Um, that's one key piece. There's always, and I would say also, you know, if you are only wanting to do the things that you enjoy at work, that's not going to look good. 
right? Yeah. Like that's not going to like you come to your boss or something that's not going to work out. Um, everyone has to do even your boss has to do things they don't like. So yeah. it's not it's just a, totally unrealistic to just do right. things that are that you love. Um, and then yeah, but if if you feel like it's just not the right career path, like maybe you're, you could be doing something better. Don't be afraid to go and look at something else. That's, That's right. what I would say. That's yeah. right. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, well, this is a lot of, a lot of discussion, Lindsay. I love our deep talks. <laughs> As always, Michelle, I'll talk to you very soon. Have a good day. Thanks. You do. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now.